today we're going to discuss something that comes up in uh, many Jewish homes and shuls, and that is, uh, what, you, you, if you notice at a kiddish, you look at the various whiskeys and scotches and uh, you know single malt scotch, all the different things that they have. Almost none of them have hashkacha. It's pretty much. Uh, Impossible to find uh, decent scotch that has a hashkacha. So why do we let it drink it? And especially since there is very often blended whiskeys are are made from a variety of different uh, different drinks that are aged in sherry casks. And sometimes there's even a little bit of mamashus of yayin put into them. And yayin is tamyenum is nisser. So are we allowed to are we allowed to drink any of these drinks? Um, so this is not a new problem. This didn't just come up this you know this year or last year. This has been debated amongst the Gedolei Poskim for decades already at least um, there was a major uh, push to discuss this in the 1960s in uh, in America Rabbi Taitz had several chuvas Rabbi Taitz from Elizabeth, New Jersey had several chuvas that he wrote to Rav Moshe and Rav Moshe wrote back where they debated this issue it was, it was debated in several journals at the time anyway in the times of the Gemara Rishonim there was already in the times of the Gemara Rishonim already uh, a concern that Goya might mix wine into other drinks Shulchan writes that you need to be very careful that a lot of the drinks, a lot of the beers and other drinks that you may buy from may have wine in them. Any drink that's more expensive than wine, you can't buy from them. Lest they mixed wine in there because it's cheaper for them to mix some wine in there. If the, if wine is cheaper than the drink that they're that they're selling you, so you have to worry that maybe they mix some wine in there. And the Rama adds, "Ad shishim levatlo," assuming you don't have shishim to be mevatel the yayin, it's going to be a problem. Um, again, most of these things do not have hashkachos. However, it should be noted and is, that uh, the, the hashkacha agencies haven't been sleeping on the job about this. They do realize that a lot of from Jews like to drink, um, you know, at a kiddush or whatever, at a simcha, and they therefore or, or otherwise, and they therefore have done a lot of research on this topic to try to figure out what the various companies do. They've produced many lists recently. Rabbi Eisen from our local Five Towns Vad, when he worked at the OU did a ton of research on this topic and actually produced a pamphlet um, I forgot what it's called, maybe it's called Chaim or something, he produced a pamphlet um, that, that goes through the issues as well as a list of what are and are not acceptable drinks based on the, the post. But let's just discuss the issues. Number one, the, the issue is Bittel. Um, Rabbi Taitz in Hapardes in Cheshvan Tavshin Tess writes that blended whiskeys can have up until 2.5% wine without disclosing it on the label. I don't know if that's still the Metzius, but that was the Metzius at the time that Rabbi Taitz wrote that. They could have a significant amount of wine, way more than Shishim, uh, and it's going to, and it won't even be listed on the label. Rabbi Taitz also noted that there's another issue, that uh, glycerin is often used as a softening agent in the, uh, in, in the schnapps, and Minchas Yitzchak in Chedrbeis points out another issue, that very expensive scotch is aged in sherry barrels, so even if they're not actually using wine to put into it, they age it in sherry barrels, which means that it's going to absorb the tam of the barrel, that's why they put it in the sherry barrels, they advertise that, that they age it in sherry casks, and that, that, that could be a problem, so like, uh, you know, the Macallan or something like that, is something that's, that advertises that, they, that it's aged in, uh, in sherry barrels. So the truth is, this would be less of a problem Problem in a blended Scotch whiskey than it would be in a single malt Scotch because single malt Scotch is a single source comes from one thing. So if it was aged in a sherry cask, then it got the top. 
blended whiskies very often come from a variety of sources, some of which were aged in plain oak casks, some of which were aged in sherry casks, so there's much more of a likelihood of bitul bashishim happening when you're dealing with something that's blended. Um, some, there are some scotches that Daf could use unused wooden casks, that Daf could don't use sherry casks. They're all angling for a certain time, for a certain particular taste. If you use the sherry cask, it'll be a little less smoky or whatever. You know, they're all angling for, for their own uniqueness and their own character and their own flavor. To me, it all just tastes like poison. I don't know, but, uh, but you know, they're all angling for their, own, for their own uniqueness. How much does it take to be mevatel, though? Let's assume that there is a din of bitel. So how much does it take to be mevatel something? So the Shulchan how much water would you need to be mvatal yayin stam yenam shisha chalakim kenegdo six not sixty that dafka kulin stam yenam that it's bottle b'shisha you don't eat shisha that's a significant kula if we could rely on that because you'll always have that you're never going to have more than uh, uh, more than that percentage of uh, you're not having fifteen uh, percent yayin in your single malt scotch that's simply not happening. So what about a mixture of wine and other beverages? That was about water, a mixture of wine and water. So the Ramah says in the context of other beverages, I read you that Ramah before, that you need shishim. He just mentions Derech Agav, that you need shishim to be mevatel the Stam Yenim. And that shita seems to be accepted by the Shach in the Kudus HaKesav over there. Uh, he says, Davka b'mayim sagi b'shisha chalakim, ashenkin b'shar mashkin, which would pose a problem for us, because now we're going to need shishim. Mati Yehonasan, Rav Yenis Naipshitz over there also uh, sides with Ramah. Rav Moshe is not convinced that the Shach sides with Ramah, though he thinks the Shach would, would agree that if it's an alcoholic beverage that you're being mevatel in, it would only need shisha, wouldn't need shishim. Ramosha's big makel in this area. He thinks, yeah, water, you need shisha. Other drinks, you need shishim. But other alcoholic drinks, you only need shisha. Uh, the Taz disagrees with Ramah entirely. Taz says, Taz writes in Kufiyadalit. So he doesn't understand why would you ever need shisha? He says, you only need you don't need shishim, you only need shisha. That's accepted by the Magan of Roman or Chaim Rishal Tazain and the Prichadosh in Yordea Kufiyadal Sivkat Nyut. Another issue to take into account is that even when things are bottled, if they're avidal taima, if they're put there in order to give a certain flavor, then even if it is a ratio that would normally be bottled, it's no longer going to be bottled if it's avidal taima. So after the Ramah in Yardet, Sadiches, Sivches writes that Kol Yisurim Hanogin Vizman Azak Kulim Espatim B'Shishim Levad Chamim Tzvasav Liyayin Liyay Nesach Kasher Nizbar Bilchaseim Ublevad Shoi Iser Eino Nosin Tam B'Kedera. Anytime you have melech, tavlin, you have a spice or something like that, which clearly gives flavor, even if it's batal b'shishim b'shishim, it's not batal b'shishim b'shishim, because it's clearly giving flavor. That if it's the derech, according from Tshuva Sarashba, that if it's the derech to mix in yayin, and that's the way they normally make it, then it's going to be Asr. Because that yayin is obviously, if it's the derech to put yayin in there, it's obviously being put there for a reason. It's being put there because it gives flavor. That's going to make it Asr. So if Moshe has very sudden l'kula, and Igris Moshe Yerdea, Chelikalaf Simen Samach Beis. First of all, based on the Shach and Yerdea, if there's any place that produces drinks without wine, Rav Moshe says, since it's only Stam Yenem we're not dealing with Nisad Daraisa, you can assume that the place you're getting the drink from is one of those places that produces without the wine, not with the wine. This is a hard kula to be Samecha now 
nowadays because we could do proper research and find out if they use yayin or if they don't use yayin. Ramosha also suggests a, a very mechudishtik of mahalich that the dregs are problematic and that's what the Shulchan Aruch is worried about and will prohibit you from, from when it's used for flavoring, the, from flavoring the drink. But when wine itself is used for flavoring the drink, that's not a problem because the wine is not going to be used to re, be reconstituted into wine of a larger quantity. Dregs can be reconstituted and turned into a larger quantity of wine. He thinks that's going to be worse. Diane Weiss in Minchas Yitzchak also has uh, several kulas. Fundamentally, Diane Weiss's kula runs as follows. Even though you can't taste wine in the drink, since the drink tastes different because of the wine, that's also considered avida l'taima. I mean, when you take the scotch, you don't taste wine, but it tastes different than it would taste if the wine weren't used in the production of the scotch. So Machsa Shekel understands that a, a rashba, where the rashba said that whenever it's normal to add the wine, then it's going to be us, or even if it's pachos mishishim. So the Machsa Shekel understands that the rashba is saying that even though the taste of the wine can't be detected, the wine has to be put there because it alters the taste of the other ingredients, and that therefore has the status of a davra maimid. Davra maimid is something you don't taste, but it changes the consistency of something. So that's how Machsa Shekel understands this Pesach of the Shulchan Aruch, that if they put wine in there to alter the taste, it's not, you don't taste the wine. So it's not the Tam Yain, it's not Tam Ki'ikr that's the problem. It's a Dovra Maimit that's the problem. So follow Minchas Yitzchak. says Minchas Yitzchak as follows. By Dovra Maimit there's a rule, Zeviza Gorim, by Dovra Maimit, where one of, where the Gorim Ha'asr is only Yenisra Midrabanan, is not going to be a problem. Meaning, if there are two things that cause the Maimit, let's say rennet and cheese is a Dovra Maimit, right? So if you take animal rennet and you use it to be mamet cheese, to change the consistency from milk to a cheese consistency. So let's say the, there wasn't enough usser animal rennet to use uh, on its own to change the cheese. You also used uh, mutter rennet, you used kosher rennet, whatever, to vegetable rennet to change the cheese. So the two of them together, if the isser one is only usser mitra abanan, and it's acting in concert with something that's mutter to be mamet, then it's going to be mutter. So he says, while the wine contributes to all the taste of the schnapps, the oak casks also contribute to help change the flavor. So it's a zevza goreim, and the wine is only stamyena midrabanan, memela, it's only a davra maimid with a zevza goreim midrabanan, says minchas yitzchak, that's why it's mutter. Unbelievable chiddish. That's why it's mutter. He doesn't think, that even though it's a vidal time, he doesn't think it's going to be a problem. The other issue is, okay, good, so batel, and you can rely on the bitl, and it's not a vidal time, let's assume like the minchas yitzchak, but isn't it a problem of bitl is So there are several reasons to be machmir for bitl Right, so you can never buy something that had an iser purposely nullified in it. In addition, the Rabbi Kivegin Yardesim Sadi Tesif Hey writes that anyone who was battle for, if they were mavatel iser for you, you're not allowed to have it, even if they're mevatel and iser in the store, and they don't know who the customers are going to be yet, but they're being mevatel for the customers, you can't be one of those customers, because then it's considered that it has been, it has been mevatel for you. So if the, uh, in, in Ireland somewhere, they're making the scotch, and they're being mevatel the iser, the ayin, for me, so for a customer, for all their customers, and I'm one of their customers, that's a problem. Rabbi Taitz points out that even though in Erev and Mem, it's clear that when it's nisbatel b'shvil goyim, a Jew is allowed to buy it, but over here the Jews are allowed large enough part of the market that it's not considered that it's an espatel only for goyim. Says Rabbi Taitz, I'll bring you a raya. They advertise in the Jewish newspapers. 
Why would they advertise in the Jewish newspapers if they don't know that Jews are buying it? Obviously, it's in for Jews as well. So why might one be makel by bitul l'selachachila? So the Marsham in his Chuvus Chayil Gimel Simur Reish Lamadal the Dibur Mesel Vinishar says that the reason of l'selachachila is that you might put in too high a quantity and then it won't be bottle. Why can't I put in less than shishim of, uh, of 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 milk in my chicken soup? Lest I put in more than shishim and not realize it, and then it's not going to be bottle. But if you put in too much yayin in the schnapps, it will ruin the whole schnapps. It's only good with a very small amount. You put in too much, it would ruin the whole thing. Then there's no concern of him. Rav Moshe, Rav Moshe, Yardechel, Galav Simon, Samuel Gimel writes that the Jew can claim he's buying the schnapps that was produced for the Gentiles. He's not buying the one that was produced for him. He's buying the stuff that was produced for the Gentiles and therefore wasn't Nisbatel B'Shvilo. Well, the Chiddush. Tazin, Yardechel, Simon, Sadi, Tesif, Kat, Nyud, Nadakula. That it's only if you knew that it was being bottled for you is it going to be a problem if you don't know that it was being bottled for you it's not a problem another side of the Moshe writes holes that there's no iser to be mevatel and iser derabanan when the Isra Drabanan has no connection to an Isra Daraisa. Stam Yenam, says Rav Moshe, has nothing to do with Yayin Nesach. Yayin Nesach is the Isra Daraisa. Stam Yenam is only an Isra Drabanan based on Chasnus, lest you, lest you marry them. It has nothing to do with Avod Zara. So it's an Isra Drabanan that has no Yisod in the Torah. Memela, you're allowed to be Mvatalisil Chachil on such an Isra Drabanan. Aside from that, that Rav Moshe points out, the Rambam Machal Surus Parakhtazav Alachavav, it's a sheet that we don't pass like, but as a, at least as a sniff, holds that it's mutter to be mivatel nisid drabanan always. That you're always allowed to be mivatel nisid drabanan lechatchila. End of the day, what's the halacha? So Rav Moshe writes that he admires Rabbi Tait a great deal for setting, trying to set up hashgacha on scotch and whiskey, but he thinks that it's not required maker adin. Rav Moshe writes, I personally try not to drink so much uh, scotch and whiskey when it's made in shari casks, and a balnefesh should be machmir. And Rav Moshe gives reasons why a balnefesh should be machmir, based mostly on shitos that are rejected in the Shulchan Aruch, but at least shitos and rishonim, so you want to be balnefesh, be machmir for those shitos, wonderful, but there's much room to be makel, says Rav Moshe, and Diane Weiss was also lenient on this issue. Rabbi Taitz uh, was strict on this issue. Rabbi Bleich has an article in uh, the fifth volume of, uh, of uh, uh, what do you call it? His, his book. Uh, come on. Rabbi Bleich. In the, I don't know. It's, it's escaping me right now. But in the fifth volume of Contemporary Halachic Problems, yes, Rabbi Bleich uh, has an article called The Whiskey Bruhaha. So uh, in, that, in that article, he sees he quotes all the shitos, but he seems to be leaning in the direction of Chumra more than he does in the direction of Kula. But you should realize, even within the direction of Kula or Chumra, there, there are, you don't have to be all, all in or all out. Meaning, there are uh, blended whiskeys, like we said, a little more reason to be makel. Sherry casks may be a little different than something that actually has wine mixed in it. Even sherry cask is what's called the first generation sherry cask, the second generation sherry cask, and the third generation sherry cask. If they already aged whiskey in it for 18 years, and now they're putting the next round of whiskey in it again, so there's the, the, that's that's the second generation sherry cask, probably a lot less time that's left to still be absorbed. Some companies will take a sherry cask, will take a sherry uh, uh, barrel, and they'll rip it apart into a million pieces and put a piece 
of the barrel into other into other oak casks, just so that they could advertise that it was Asian sherry casks. But the amount of actual sherry that's in that's in the new barrel that they took a tiny piece of an old sherry cask in is very little. So really, there's a lot there's a lot of room for uh, for uh, other than just being all the way makel or all the way machmir. But that just gives you a little bit of background on the uh, on the sugya.